Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the LPN Show. Recorded both in Los Angeles and New York City. We're just, you know, here to hang out. Have a good time. All right. I'll talk to y'all after a while. We are here on the LPN Show, guys. Welcome. This week it is being hosted by the one, the only, Jackie Zabrowski. And I have with me today a very dear friend of mine. I'm so happy to have you here, Naomi Ekperjan. Welcome to our show. Jackie. Yes, Jackie, it's gorgeous to see you, honey. You're giving me beachy waves. This hair is stunning me in I'm feeling, I think it's called sweat. And then when they say, (laughs) put a salt spray in your hair, I was like, I think I sweat enough. What am I going to pay extra for it? That's smart. I understand. I'm really, oh God, that heat wave last week. It's like, I have African blood, but I can't take it. I said, send me back to the motherland. I won't deal with this right now. I don't understand it. Even my peppers died off of the plant. They are supposed, they are hot weather garden implements. (laughs) How did they just, they just fell off the plant. They gave up. Terrible, terrible. When nature gives up, you know it's time to go. (laughs) Especially in 117 degree weather, which is exactly what we had. And I'm so happy that you came here to join me today. I know that we, I've done your show a couple of times. You are the amazing half of the couples therapy podcast slash live show that used to be before the world ended and I just I want to thank you so much for being on it with me today and I really want to get into so with couples therapy yes 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 please give me the 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 abridged version of what you guys do on the show so for the first 100 episodes aka pre-corona we had comics who are close do sets together about their relationship we also had people in studio answer relationship questions And so now in the pandemic, we switched to just having people answer relationship questions. So, you know, you and Henry have been on, you were on the inaugural episode. We did. And you were also on the hundredth episode coming full circle. You know what I mean? The Zabrowski bookend. And now we're just sort of like, we're answering people's questions and stuff and just talking about love and life. Especially in quarantine time. So you do this with your husband, Andy Beckerman, who is an amazing a comic and a writer and you guys have worked together for a long time now i want to do shoe on the other foot 
uh-huh. if you don't mm-hmm. mind. And I know that he's not here, which is also kind of fun. Not that you would <laughs> ever say anything recorded that he couldn't hear. However, I, in the same way that you are interested in other people and how their relationships come to life. Now, again, you've talked with Henry and I a couple of times because, as you know, very difficult. Brother and sister <laughs> working together. We work together in comedy for forever. It's a nightmare. We scream at each other constantly. People are like, oh, it must be so fun. We yell at each other a lot and are, we've had to work on communication problems to the point that I was like let's get a therapist but that's another conversation <laughs> altogether that we might have to have so how is it you've worked with Andy for a million years what is that like working with you so you worked with him from boyfriend into fiance into husband too yeah it's interesting I feel like we didn't start to work together until we weren't working together the first couple of years. I think it was once we moved in together that we started to work together almost by default or the fact that, you know how like when you're kicking around an idea, if I had a man who wasn't in the business, he would just listen. Right. But because his ass is also creative, like you'll say something, he's like, yeah, let's do it. You know, um, and he comes from the sketch world and he comes from the music world. So he's used to collabing and like having a group and fucking making a video on $10. Right. And, I'm such a fucking stand-up where I'm just like, I don't want to compromise. I don't want to deal with people. Yeah, of course, <laughs> which is why you are a stand-up. I tried stand-up for a while, and I can't work alone. I'm the opposite of that. I'm just immediately, I'm like, oh, no, it makes me want to commit suicide when I work alone. <laughs> and so I'm definitely more, because we met Andy in the sketch world, so I get that world so much more. So how did you have to change, or how do you feel that you had to adapt to yes. work in a collaborative space. Because you were also, uh, I don't mean to not sit, bring this up, you were also a prolific comedy writer for many different television shows, including Broad Thank City. You. And, and you've, you've been all over the place and bringing your comedy, your specific brand of comedy, to so many <laughs> different amazing projects. And then to have to work with your <laughs> man. So <laughs> if you don't mind getting into what you had to do to adapt as someone, I work with my uh, boyfriend, sometimes as well and it it brings problems but it's also very fun well i think what i've realized is it's about picking the projects like not every little thing and even in quarantine right because we are the only people around each other mm-hmm. it's like really picking the things where it feels like we can help each other because the thing is andy he's a much better writer than me like and he's he's also really um he's really fast and he enjoys it whereas for me writing is very tortured and so when we have like, an, when I, if there's an idea that we're both kind of into that feels like a little more complicated or big picture, or we want to move it really quickly, I'm like, let's do this together. Because I know working with him will keep me on task right. and it'll help me crack shit. Right. But when it's other stuff like this, like, this is an idea that's like in my heart. Sometimes I do want his help, yeah. but I'm like, I have to go it alone for my own sake. Right. You know, I have to see what I can do by myself. I can't be, because when you work with anybody, right? Like you automatically have to filter being, you know, you can't just have an idea. You have to check in and make sure that idea is acceptable. Right. Um, and so I don't want to do that every time. And neither does he, right? Cause he's, you've met him in the sketch world. He's a big old weirdo. Yeah. Like y'all. And so <laughs> like, the murder is crew. So it's like, and I, I don't think in that way. Right. Like I love it when I see it, but I wouldn't, write stuff in that vein right whereas he would so it's like okay you want to do some some indie rock i call it caucasian quirkiness <laughs> if you want to do it i mean i have a hot dog tattoo i think i get a little bit about that <laughs> oh my god i do see it i'm just noticing it oh my god <laughs> he's got a little face on there too <laughs> so i'm like 
go do that with someone else. But um, <laughs> I love an you indie know. rock band. He's like, you just, I just imagined him walking, you walking in, he's listening to Creed and you're like, I don't know if this is going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Creed. No, he listens to stuff. I, I never knew what Super Chunk was before him and Pavement Ooh. and Guided by Voices. I don't know what these things are. I don't know what those things are either. They're like indie rock, and the guys are like 50, but they sound like they're 17. Oh, okay, I'll lick. I'll get into it. <laughs> is that what, so, I don't know, is that what music people say? I'll lick. I'll get into that lick. I've never heard I'll lick. I was like, a guitar lick? <laughs> I don't. It's like a guitar lick. <laughs> I dated a musician for years, and I still don't know these things. I'm like, I don't know. Good <laughs> jump on it. Is that a stanza? <laughs> So do you find that, that, like, in coming up with projects, do you go with him with your ideas first before you ruminate on them? Or do you flesh it out and then come to him later on to, like, just talk things out? I will come to him with specific questions. Like, I've been, I was, like, working on this pilot, and it was just, like, a fucking nightmare. I had to do so many drafts, you know? Yeah. And I reached a point where I would just go to Andy. I was like, I need you to look. I need another set of eyes because I can't keep looking at this bitch. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. Um, or for instance, I think I'm better at story than jokes. Like just, I think I, I know myself and how to be funny, but just like to look on the page, how to make each character say something funny. That's a little more math, comedy math, a little right. more technical. So there'll be times where I'm like, hey, I need you to pitch me some jokes. So I'll have him read it. He'll just like put in wherever he feels something. And I feel like I'll use like a third of it, easy, yeah. you know? So it's like, that's kind of what I do. Cause I realized that like early, I think one of our big problems is that like, because writing stresses me out, when we start to talk it out, I get real frustrated real fast. Yeah. And I'm like, forget it. Yes. And so <laughs> I, that's why I, I, I applaud you. The fact that you can work with them that closely. Cause when it comes to like my writing things like that, I was like, no, 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 that's for me. That is what <laughs> I work on alone. Unless I'm working specifically with someone on a project. Like you won't get feedback. Like, would you ask for notes from people? For sure. Oh yeah. No, I usually ask, I, I, I call my partner goth dad. I asked Goth Daddy. You've met Goth Daddy before. He's um, tall Goth Daddy, but I think of him almost as like, I didn't know he was Goth. He's like more lumberjack. He it's is very lumberjack. lumberjack. He's a desert man, you know? <laughs> That's why also, which drove me nuts because throughout all of this heat wave, he's like, you know, I used to be out in the in the garage or work, and I was like, okay, what did you also walk uphill to school every day? I know it's hotter in the desert. You're used to this weather, but I'm from Queens. Queens yes. doesn't deal with this shit. When it's like this or anywhere close to this, you stay inside. I was invited to a goddamn pool party on Sunday. And by Psychotic. party, I mean like Psych four people, but... But that's like still too much because I mean, I wanted a pool so desperately, but then I was like, it gets so hot that like the water's warm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not refreshing no. at 120. It's a nightmare. It's always a nightmare. But we chose to live here and we are growing. We and <laughs> I remember when we first, when I first moved here, we were talking and you were like, we're never going to get a car. And didn't you guys get a car? And I remember you also <laughs> saying, we're never going to get a dog. And don't you have the most beautiful dog I've ever seen on Instagram? <laughs> Okay, so we did get a dog. I mean, we did get a car last year, uh, July of last year, and that was like year two. But here's the thing, though. I still don't drive. 
Andy, I, Andy drives me everywhere. We're like in a green book situation. I'm a Herschel up. Like, Honestly, great. I mean, if you get to bang Vigo Mortensen, right? <laughs> I mean, you <laughs> stay in the green book situation. <laughs> but because I still don't feel comfortable driving. I took some, I have a license, but I hadn't driven, you know, New York. So then I took some lessons like when we shortly after we got the car. And I was like kind of comfortable in the lessons. But then once I got into the vehicle that I'm leasing that's new, I was like, oh, no, I can't no, fuck no, no. this up. Oh, yeah. And then L.A. drivers are psychotic. Like it feels L.A. is a place. I think like New York, you have to be a very confident driver. Yes. And I'm just not. No. So it's hard to kind of like hop behind the wheel and just say, OK, we about to like get out there when people love they don't fuck with a signal in L.A. They don't give a fuck. No. If you know what they about to do. No, they I remember I asked an Uber driver once and I was like, so you haven't because I also I am only asking this because same. I now got that he gave me a car that is 21 years old because he's like, well, this is like then you don't need to worry about screwing it up. It is right. a it's a piece of junk anyway. It works. You can do you can get on the freeway. And it, I asked an Uber driver, I was like, can you give any advice to someone that is terrified of driving? And he was like, you just do it. You just go. He's like, no. He's like, never use a turn signal because then they know where you're going. I was like, that is the opposite of what anybody tells you. Because again, I'm a New Yorker. I don't understand. It's why I never drove in New York. Are you fucking kidding me? I didn't right. want a death sentence every time I got into the goddamn car. So you still don't drive, right? I still don't. I can't be like, okay, well, maybe I'll use the pandemic when the streets are a little lighter to try yeah. it. But then when we go out, people acting crazier in the pandemic. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the streets would be empty. People out here lawless. They're like, <laughs> we'll do what we want. It's the end of days. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I, I just, I love you so much because I watch your Instagram rants. And if you please follow <laughs> Naomi on Instagram, what is your Instagram handle? Blacktress comedy. Blacktress comedy. Your Instagram pandemic rants have given me, I don't want it to give me life, but they give <laughs> me life. I love watching you yell about the things that happen every day in the pandemic of different things. I, I particularly love every time you go to Trader Joe's. I think that is really one of my favorite parts because as someone that also recently got up Trader Joe's in our neighborhood, I went to the Trader Joe's. I thought of you. I thought of you Wait. and I got mad. But you went to the, don't, isn't the Trader Joe's near you the one where that white lady was like, I can't wear a mask. I have a breathing condition. Oh my God. She I was like know. in a blue BB baby tee. Oh like, my God. Like the thing about it, she was ranting. But then a friend of mine who was there at the same time was like, she was walking around with an empty cart. Like she wanted to start some shit. You know what yes. I mean? She wasn't really shopping. But then she's like, yeah. the best part is she's like yelling. I have a breathing condition. Well, honey, <laughs> you're yelling real loud. <laughs> hey, you, you must be breathing fine. Honey, you're projecting, girl. You are giving me stage voice. <laughs> you're doing absolutely fine. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. 
so you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. I just, what I love about you so much, particularly, I mean, for I love you for many reasons, but one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about, because you make me feel better about being uptight about the quarantine. I And I don't mean to use the word uptight. I don't know what oh, other yeah. word to use, but I follow the rules. I yes. don't fuck around. I do what I am told to do. I cover myself. I've got every sanitation known to man. Every time I come in, I'm in the studio right now. I come into the studio, I... I sanitize everything that I have to interact with or touch. And you are making me feel like not as much of an idiot because I look at everybody out there that is just treating it like nothing's wrong. And I'm just like, am I being crazy that I am so like, but everything is wrong. I'm trying no, to No, grow. you're a fucking genius. And the problem is everybody needs to, if everybody did what we did, we would have been back to normal life five months ago. This is the thing. Life is inconvenient, at least as far as I'm concerned. So I don't expect to walk around getting my way. And the pandemic is just lifetimes 100. We gonna have to just do some shit we don't wanna do, okay? You gotta wipe down your goddamn potato chip bag. Gotta wipe it all down. You gotta keep six fucking feet. That's just a fact. And we've been doing it for six months and I have asthma, so I'm really like, I just feel like, it's like, I'm black, I'm chubby, I got asthma. Honey, if I get the cocoa, I'm getting the fucking cocoa. It's, it's end. But also, it's if you are chubby, I swear to God, don't you dare. <laughs> I have a lot of gut weight. And okay. apparently gut weight is the worst for your heart. Oh, my yeah, mother yeah, tells yeah. me this every time we talk. Oh, believe me, my mom doesn't waste a breath. Between <laughs> that and also that I need a little bit more color because I look like I'm about to die. But that's what happens when a New Yorker moves to Florida. I apologize. Please keep going. No. Wait, you said you need more color. Uh, yeah, they're, they're like I'm not in the sun enough. And I was like, well, I put sunscreen on every day and I don't go out very often. So I'm always covered. And she's like, stop with the sunscreen. It's all bullshit. My mom thinks sunscreen <laughs> is bullshit. That the idea of sunscreen is a lie and that that's what gives you the cancer. You wonder why we're weird. <laughs> this is very Florida, too. It's like she went to Florida and then got Florida. To- yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. She got Florida when she went, you know, Queens, you know, Italian woman. They're just waiting to just really nestle into Florida and just be like, you're right. Everyone is a liar. Right. Right. That is real wild. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of obsessed with it. <laughs> um, but also, there's nothing I love more than white people wanting to be brown. I, just, I don't like, understand it. I, I'm I'm a little goth baby. I like being as I like being just a little snow white. And I'm just like, but remember Catherine the Great when they revered and that technically the wealthier, better classed women were fat and very pale. And that's what I'm living this life. I'm living the Catherine the Great dream over here. You're giving me like 17th century painting realness. Thank you. Okay? You are laying on a log covered in moss. There oh, is a cherub yes. by your foot. And I will say my hair is finally long enough that it keeps getting caught in between my breasts. So I really feel like then finally I'm just we like Eve. You. We have to paint you. This is this is when you get painted. You need it to be long enough to cover your nips. Yes, and I'm getting close. I'm I'm getting it to my call it my Godiva length. But I'm almost at my Godiva weight. You know what I mean? Did <laughs> all that chocolate. <laughs> and I was excited because I saw on your Instagram that it's something I didn't know about you is that you're a Shark Week lover. 
girl. Girl, I I'm big into Shark Week. Love and Shark Week. I was always, I've always liked nature shows. And early on, when I was a kid, I thought I would be a marine biologist. I <gasps> really? Was Did you ever yes. go and take, like, take classes and stuff for it? No, it was like when we were a kid, like we had the family membership to the Bronx Zoo and the New York Aquarium. Mm. And we would go there like every fucking month, you know, except yeah. for winter. Like, like I was obsessed and I was always like, you could hold a starfish. And I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. So I've always loved that shit. But then I also, I, I'm very terrified of deep water. I went to Australia and I like went scuba diving in the Great Barrier Reef. Whoa, but like, whoa. But no, I tried like, like scuba where you go all the way under, I literally couldn't do it. I was so fucking scared. I was like, <laughs> we are below, like we are at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. And I just don't think this is gonna go well. And I literally was like, gotta go back up. Gotta get out of here. <laughs> Wait, then did you scuba? Then you had the um snorkel, the, yeah. The snorkel, then I did like the snorkel. snorkel where you could just kind of look down at like shallower. Like that's I need to be able to stand up, not stand up fully. It shouldn't be that shallow, but like I just, I just can't feel like the sunlight is so far away. I you know you. what I mean? Yes, a thousand percent. I don't yeah. understand. I don't know if I've actually, of all of the forums I've done, I don't know if I've ever really gotten into it. I am terrified of water. I'm terrified really? of bodies of water. I Especially, with, not pools, I'm fine with a pool. But yeah. anything outside, because yes. I think it's growing up half, in Queens, so you're never around it. And then moving to Florida, and I was obsessed, where you were obsessed with marine biology, I was obsessed with the weather. So I was a meteorology major for a couple of years in college. What? And I, moving to Florida, especially, it's so vast. And my respect for Mother Nature is so big. My mom is definitely into, like, the woo-woo shit. And so I was getting into the woo-woo shit. And just thinking about, it is something that cannot be controlled. This is a power of women and that how dare you ever try and control mother nature. And this is how my mother raised me because she loves bodies of water. I'm terrified. I, you see me every picture. If I'm in a body of water, I got a noodle. I at least have a noodle or I've got a vest on. I am that person that I'll put a vest on. I don't give a fuck. I don't care what you think about me. Give me a noodle. Give me a vest. I won't get close to it. <laughs> I'm with you, you know, because like you know what I feel about it, like large bodies of water like that. Like if I'm if I was like ever on a boat or something, and you just like look out, what I don't like is a vast expanse. I, I don't you. like nothingness. Mm -hmm. I don't like the idea that like once you kind of get out to sea and all there is is water, that's fucking terrifying to me. Yeah. I was like, this is it. This is it. This is how I die. Yes. It's like, is there enough gas in that boat? Are we doing it? Like it's too. It's too expansive. And then I'm like. Obviously, from watching Shark Week, I know that they're always coming for us. So <laughs> I'm not swimming. <laughs> they're always coming for you. I remember, I've seen Titanic. I know what happens. You're like, oh, we got, we're so rich. Oh, we can be on this big boat. No, you will exactly. die on the boat. And these, yeah. uh, but no one likes having me on the boat because I'm the one that says we're all going to die on the boat. <laughs> I don't You're the truth teller. I'm You're the truth teller. Thank you. Thank you for seeing that in me. And see, my problem is, though, what I love, and I wish that there was a manatee week on a National Geographic, because <laughs> I love manatees. I think manatees are beautiful. They're my little sea cow friends. I've always identified with manatees. I think that, like, it's just sitting there and watching them munch on lettuce. They move very slow. They don't want to hurt anybody. And you know how they die? The boats. The boats mm -hmm. kill them, Naomi. 
I know. I know they get caught. They get caught. They sometimes get sliced up by the motor. Also, I do let me, it's so funny because you know manatees are so Floridian. You yes. know what I mean? Like manatees are all over Florida. So I think that's very wild. But can we go back to this meteorology major? Can we unpack sure. that? Oh, what was yeah. going on? What? I love, what? The, I love the weather, Naomi. I love the weather. I think it's very interesting. It's very powerful. It's something, again, we cannot control. I wanted to work for NASA. I, especially in working in, in Florida, I was like, oh, this is great. Um, but then the government cut all the funding of, essentially, space research about the weather. So when people shit on meteorologists and they talk about like, oh, but we're not even learning anything, it's because the fucking government got all the money so that all of the grants and everything that they would use to research the weather from outer space is gone. And there's no way to continue the learning to learn more about it, to learn like, the weather patterns. That's why my favorite movie was Twister growing up. I wanted to be a tornado chaser, and which is insane because I'm scared of the water, Naomi. I'm scared of everything. I can barely go outside. You should have seen me during this pandemic. I've been terrified for months. Uh, I mean, it's so funny to me that it's because you're saying you're scared of everything because I think of you as such a confident person, and I think that's because I, I met, I saw you perform before I met you. So I know the I always think of the stage, Jackie. And so in my head, you are screaming topless about how you like, like I feel like it was like a rambling, gambling oh, man. Yeah, that it was, was something a... where I was like, I would think this I'd be canceled bitch now. is it. <laughs> I think that monologue would cancel me now. But you know, it was very, I really wanted to show that I didn't give a fuck about wearing nothing on stage. And I, I appreciate you. Now I'm trying to, with these, with all of the shows at all of these years, where like stage me was like that because real me is absolutely terrified. And it is the same thing, which I, I wonder, and my, my question to you then is, did you find that your intrigue in marine biology when you were younger, it was a part of something that was just, especially you grew up in the, where did you grow up in New York? Harlem. So you were far away from any <laughs> actual beach and or water that you could actually get into or see huh? sea life. So do you think that like part of that was because it was something that you just weren't around? Definitely, because it was like so wild to me. It felt so foreign. It also felt so associated with, because when you watch Shark Week, honey, all these people are in the fucking Bahamas. They're fucking in the Maldives. They're yeah. giving you international journeys. And I was like, this is dope. Yeah. And it was that, that was it. Because it feels like so different from the everyday, which is why, again, when I finally actually got in the water, right? I was like, oh, no. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I, I, could, I could study some cells. I could maybe sure. get a tank. Get but. you in a lab. But maybe not. You, yeah, you're the, you're, the, you're the woman in the lab. And I think everybody needs a woman in the lab. But did you know this before you went to Australia? Or was this the time that you were like, oh, no, not doing this? Well, no. It's like, I feel like I knew... I feel uneasy around deep water, right? Yeah. Like, I, and that we're talking about the expanse. And I was like, oh, no, absolutely not. But then, and then when I went, because I remember, like, okay, I'm saving up. I'm going to get the money to do like the Great Barrier Reef tour, right? Because it's all fucking tours and you don't really kind of do anything by yourself. And I was like, great, I'm going to go. And like, this is going to be my chance. I was like, I'm going to go underwater. I'm very and I'm proud. Finally of you. do this thing. And then I got under there and I was just so uncomfortable. Um, 
that I was like, I, I can't, I can't do this. No, no. So you've never been on a cruise either, right? Have you ever been on a cruise? I have with uh, Andy's parents. We went on a cruise in 2013. That was my first cruise. And I didn't like to look out the fucking window. Like if you just look and see the boat, I'm like, we're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You go we down, it's think. nothing, baby. Nay, nobody's saving you. I know you got they your little have- boats, but I don't want to be on a little boat in the middle of nowhere. Nope, nope. The big boat, like, it's true. It's like, I mean, it does feel kind of steady, but then every now and then I was like, there are too many of us on this boat. Like, this would be the perfect thing to sink. It's just full of old people. Yes, and I was dude. like, it's going to sink. And then... <laughs> It was scary. It was scary. scary. It's terrifying. Are you kidding me? And think about all of the cruises that people were on in the beginning of this pandemic. Then they were just like, well, you're on the boat for the rest of your life now. That the idea that that happened at the beginning of this pandemic, that people were trapped on cruise boats makes me want to throw up with fear. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. What do you think of the comedian, the cruise ship comedians? Because there was a time where I thought that could be a cool job. <laughs> I and then I actually took it. a cruise. I also took I actually took a cruise and was like, oh no, absolutely not. Can you imagine being stuck on a boat and just like having to do shows every night to keep people occupied who want to go home? Who don't want to be there that are only there because they're like, well, I'm getting hammered and I have to sit literally anywhere. So I'm gonna sit here and consume now, do you cause you must have known a bunch of people that did like shows on cruises right no actually like i didn't and so i it's like wild i knew some improvisers right who like when i feel like some chicago people but i didn't know anybody well enough to be like what was happening on the ship dude it's a nightmare it's so crazy because they bill it like this great so i of course i'm not speaking for everyone's opportunity like the, the opportunity that is given on a cruise i think that some people probably work on cruises and absolutely love it and go back year after year i think that's awesome for them I am not one of those people. I don't think I could ever be one of those people. And the people that I talked to, because I also, I went to theater school. So being around a lot of musical theater people, especially with musical theater, there's a lot more opportunities to be a performer on a cruise ship. It's a nightmare. You can't get off the boat. Even if you stop in port, you are always tethered to the boat. And sometimes you can get off the boat. But you have no money because they oh pay for your room and your board. And so this is how they get you. Pay for your room, the board, that you can um, eat whatever you want. I think that you have to pay for your booze, but, like, you kind of know everybody, so you can kind of figure it out. But the the biggest issue is banging your coworkers, which oh will Lord. inevitably happen on the cruise. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you're trapped. I have definitely banged someone that I've worked with before and already felt trapped, but at least at the end of the day, I got to leave. 
Yes, you got to hit dry land. You got to keep walking. Can you? And then you are also, you're tethered to the boat for at least, usually the tours are six months at a time. What? Like minimum six months? Minimum six months can't leave the boat. Doesn't that sound like a nightmare? But the problem is you don't have to pay for rent. You don't have to pay. There's lots of things in your life that you could just be like, well, on the cruise. Can't, right. d- can't talk about that Aunt Julep. Can't just discuss the abuses Ah. of my childhood right now, Uncle Theodore. But you can go on the cruise and hide from everybody, which I guess would be great. I I imagine it's similar to like a 90 Day Fiance where they don't really do a whole lot of background checks. But who knows? Right, 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 right. I mean, it's yeah, it's like it's a way like kind of almost summer campy, I would imagine. Right. Like you spend these months and you're not in the real world. And like these are my ship friends. Yes. They are your ship friends. Have you did you ever do um, summer camp or anything like that? I did a couple camps. Yeah, I worked at a camp and then like I did some camps like in Michigan, like sleepaway, (gasps) not not sleepaway in New York, but sleepaway in Michigan. My mom's family's from Detroit and they would send us to like country camp. Tell me about country camp. Well, honey, you know, I'm not into nature. Um, <laughs> so but wait, you're from Harlem. Like what do you mean? <laughs> I, fully, I feel like I got an award for like cleanest camper, which <laughs> lets you know that I was like, this cabin, we've got to renovate. <laughs> There's spiders in here. Can we get rid of this? Well, especially, so we go on a tour that first day, you know, our whole cabin, and they're and they're showing us here the bathrooms, and like I was like I was like walking to the bathroom in the middle of the night with a flashlight. I was like I'm just holding it, Ugh. but she like shows us the bathroom, and she goes, she goes, this is the bathroom. Don't like, and, you know, it's like a little obviously it's rustic. And she's like, okay, she's like, I know it's not fancy, but don't worry, a spider is not gonna crawl up your butt and get you pregnant. Ugh. And like I was ten years old, Ugh. and when she said that, I felt like that was so specific. It must have it happened. It must have happened. <laughs> this is before the internet was easily accessible. You can't say that to a 10-year-old. I was fully like, oh, shit, a spider. So then whenever I went to go to the bathroom, I would, like, lift up the seat and look around the edge <laughs> and make sure there wasn't a creature. <laughs> oh, poor baby. I was like, get me out of here. I love and then cleanest camper. I was camper. a camp counselor. I worked at a deaf camp, a camp for deaf and hard of hearing children mm. in Maryland. And it was just real funny because they made me the nature counselor, which was like rude as fuck. Why? You didn't like audition for the kind of counselor you're going to be? You know, I signed up when I was wrote. I said theater. You know, I said, <laughs> yes, of course. Up in there. We'll do a goddamn skit. We'll do Children of a Lesser God. Call it a damn day. <laughs> oh my God, I've done so many scenes from Children of a Lesser God, and I shouldn't have. I definitely shouldn't have. Uh, that sounds uh, like a nightmare, but also beautiful at the same time. I feel like I it's talking to another amazing comedian and writer, Kara Klink. Every time I talk to her about her summer camp experiences, because she had like the prolific, beautiful summer yes. camp where like they go back every year. They all love each other so much. I have always wanted that. There's one of those things that I'm just like, if I had just had the summer camp experience. <laughs> That's not true either because also, same, don't put me outside. I'm not an outdoorsy person. I need, I've been camping once and the entire time I just kept complaining about how dirty my hands were and I just kept using all of our drinking water to wash my hands. <laughs> he didn't like that. 
but that's fine. And even just like having sex in a tent, I was like, my back hurts. Ew, it's like I can't. Not I can't. in the it's mood. Not it's not comfortable. I can't. I don't. I don't enjoy the nature. I, I've tried it. I can say I've tried it. I want to be someone who likes it. I think yeah. because, especially in LA, it seems what. Los Angeles area has to offer is outdoor stuff. Yes. And because I'm not outdoorsy, I'm like, uh-huh. Like everyone's always <laughs> like, you could be at the beach or the mountains in an hour. I mean, you could be at the beach or the mountains in an hour. It's like, bitch, <laughs> we on Sunset Boulevard. What the fuck we doing? <laughs> what am I ever doing that with my hour of time? I'm never doing that. I'm usually inside in the air conditioning. Exactly. Pretty exactly. much. So, I, I so you haven't done any outdoorsy experiences since you moved here that you've enjoyed? No, I haven't like done anything. Like I haven't hiked or any of that. I mean, so. it's just walking. It's just an uphill walk. Well, I said it's just dramatic walking. It's I call dramatic, dramatic walking. walking. Every time. See, this is so. I recently, I want, I did want to see the big trees. I've never seen the redwoods before. So got that. He brought me up to the redwoods for my birthday. It was delightful. It was right before they all burned down, and I was out in it, and we were. I was straight up just like. I am not, I don't like to climb. I need an easy trail. I talked to every ranger there. I was like, this is me. My name is Jackie. If I get lost in the forest, please come and find me. As if they didn't realize I had a huge Garfield t-shirt on and he had like a big skeleton shirt on. We're very recognizable in the forest, but we did get lost off of our trail, which was my worst nightmare because I'm obsessed with the story of the girl who loved Tom Gordon, which is a off it was like a 1998 Stephen King book about a girl that gets lost in the forest and is being hunted by some sort of negative energy what and I kept saying that I was I was like I kept as we were in there I was like oh it's just like the girl loved Tom Gordon it's just like the girl loved Tom Gordon and then we got lost and it was just like we just had this map and we were out of water at the time and as we were drinking the last sip he's like we're almost to the end we're almost out of it we're talking hour four naomi oh god and i was like okay and it was one it was only a couple of weeks ago so it was very hot i'm like absolutely soaked and i was like i can do this i am strong (laughs) i am one with the trees i i just tried and then finally when we realized we were lost i just sat and i sobbed and saw and I was like we're gonna die me there's no in between with me I loved seeing the trees and then we are I'm screaming literally screaming about how we were about to die in the forest and um we didn't die obviously we made it out and you want to think like oh I made it out now I'm ready for anything I'm not I never want to do it ever again exactly it's like once you do it it's like sometimes I was like well you can do it it's like yeah I could also kill a man just to watch him die I'm not trying to do that (laughs) I'm not gonna do that I don't need every experience and then you you hit your 30s and you're just like I'm I'm, I'm smack dab in the middle of my 30s I am aware of the fact now my my father has said if I haven't tried my my father's in his 70s he says if I haven't tried it by now then I'm never gonna try it it's probably not something like talking about food and talking about drinks and I think that in at 33, I think I'm, it's almost the same. Unless it's like some fun drug that's like a new drug that the kids are doing that it's like, well, if I'm going to die like that, I guess I'll die like that. But see, that's the thing. It's interesting you say that because I'm afraid of drugs for that, like for the reason of like, I always assume the worst case scenario will happen, you I know? You. So, you know, growing up with D.A.R.E. and all those videos, I'm like, okay. Like, I believe that if I... um 
take mushrooms, I'm going to have a psychotic break and end up in a padded cell because I'm already <laughs> depressed as it is. That's and the mushrooms are just going to unlock the truth and I'm going to become fucking Sylvia Plath. Like, I, <laughs> I, I won't try it. I, like, don't try stuff. And then I remember learning that, like, remember angel dust? Do you remember in the 90s it was all about angel it's dust? It's very weird because I can't even believe you just said the word angel dust. I just asked... Jeff a couple of weeks ago was like, what was angel dust? Because I was like, is angel dust meth? Because I am that sheltered when it comes to that kind of stuff. I'm just like, I have no idea. He explained to me, but I wasn't listening. I was, you know, <laughs> it was a half question. And I, I I, remember, and now I never hear anything about angel dust. I was like, is angel dust bath salts? I know. This is the thing. I think angel dust is meth. But I remember like reading how people, like for instance, if you did cocaine, like back in the 90s, they would cut it with angel dust and then that can give you hallucinations. Like the idea that there's something else that could be in the thing I'm taking, like I don't trust nobody. I'm convinced. And it's not because I necessarily think people are evil. It's that I think people, no random is ever going to care about me as much as I care about me. Right. So they're going to do what they're going to do. And it's like, Oh, sorry. I guess I had angel dust in it and keep on walking. <laughs> and they don't care because it doesn't affect their life experience. Dude, I have a friend that assists on in a, in a funeral home in New York. And she was talking about this. And I never thought about this. So I'm going to say this on this show. So if you're thinking about doing cocaine right now, don't. Do not do cocaine. She said every single autopsy she was working on in the past five days had been a cocaine overdose. Because the drugman can't get the cocaine into the country because of the corona. And oh, so what they're doing is they're God. cutting it with even more fentanyl than they were before. So people are just fucking dying. They are dying. Please don't do cocaine. Find another way. Get some trucker speed. I did it for years. Get a prescription <laughs> to Adderall. They're give, they give it out like goddamn candy. There are other ways to get up. Don't do cocaine. Don't do cocaine anytime soon, please. Hear You're my right. cry. You're right. This is very real. I'm glad you are using your platform, Thank okay? You. Thank you. To tell people what the fuck is up. Because it's like, don't, yeah, just like don't do cocaine. It's just plain and fucking simple. And now that I know, of course, you because of the cocoa, you can't snort the cocoa. And so now <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I agree. They must be cutting it. You're right. They're cutting it. Yeah, because they need to make it go further. I get that. You know how many times like I put, I'll make a box of macaroni and cheese, want to eat the entire box, but I'll add extra noodles to it so that there's more noodles in my macaroni and cheese. You know what happens? Less sauce. You can't sauce. just add it in. It makes it not as good of a product. <laughs> teaching people life skills naomi that's what we're doing on this show it's beautiful but it's i just beautiful i am so excited thank you so much for being here with me today i've had so much fun screaming about just absolutely everything and understanding that there is another beautiful and strong woman out there that is just <laughs> as scared of most things as i am but you know what there's beauty in fear and understanding and accepting and growing with your fear. And yeah. also, sometimes you gotta go to Australia, get in that dark expanse of water and understand it's not really for you. And that's okay. <laughs> you tried it. Thank exactly, you so exactly. much, Naomi. And please, please plug anything that is coming out, anything that we should pay attention to. Where can we find couples therapy? Hit us up every Wednesday, 2 p.m. PST. We do an hour show on Twitch new podcast episodes of couples therapy drop every tuesday 
And uh, yeah, visit me on Instagram because basically now that I can't do stand up in front of people, I just yell at my phone. So come watch. It's so <laughs> much fun. I swear. It's so much fun. The fact that I brought it up, how many times did I bring it up in this conversation? It uh, Because again, I miss my friends. I miss being around people. So I do. Now I am the person that stares at social media and watches everybody's Insta stories because I'm just like, what are they up to? Huh? <laughs> I remember laughing and smiling and being being in person with people, but it's not going to happen for a long time because I and Naomi, we follow the rules and I'm proud of us. I'm into us. We're the survivors. Hell yes, we are. Thank you so much. I love you very much. And thank you guys for joining us today on the LPN show. We will be back next week. Who knows who's going to host it or who we're going to have on. I don't know if you guys have noticed. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a roll of the dice every week. But we have fun with it because we got a lot of fun friends. I love you so much. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. Yes, my captions are weird. And I also want to say, Naomi, thank you very much for bringing up the fact that and I do actually write my emails the way I write my Instagram captions because I'm a nightmare to communicate with. (laughs) I love you and we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support so you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.